All right, welcome to another episode of Topic Impossible. We got the Fab Five in here again tonight. So I think we're going to do some continuation shit from the last uh, podcast we did. Is so, that our group name now, the Fab Five? Fab Five. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I am here. Uh, Zemo is here. We got Robbo the Magnificent. What's who's up? Taking another selfie or something. Always. We got Banjo Buddha, mm-hmm. aka Banjo, and of course Doc over here running the sound. How's everyone tonight? Doing well. Awesome. Uh, not too bad, Joe. Not too bad. Not too bad. Zemo, care to chime in? Or I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm smoking on this there cigar there. Zemo's yeah. just waiting to That's good. talk about wieners or something. <laughs> he is. Why always got to be about the he, wieners? Even though he got a rock. You guys are the ones that over fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we fucking go. I don't take long. I feel like people more see this podcast as like, they talk a lot about that sex there, do they? Mm-hmm. That's why they listen. Yeah. I know, right? That's yeah. why I'd listen. Who the fuck wants a monotone? That's why you're like, in. Oh. If we were talking about anything other than sex, I don't know you'd have any interest in the podcast. Yeah, yeah I would. That, yeah. He's got, he's uh, got uh, a point. Well, he's no, because he was a man of uh, high like intellect. Some, uh, yeah. He loves a flying Penal conversation. Intellect. Right. When in doubt, pinky out. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> like fine conversation. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's start off. What is everyone drinking? I've got a uh, glass of Bushmills Red Bush. I'm back to the old uh, unholy monk rum. <laughs> the triple X. Is that the actual Old name? Monk Supreme. Yeah, I think it's yeah. yeah. It's Old Monk. Old, yeah. old Monk triple Supreme, Supreme Triple X. I don't know what <laughs> I'm happening. I just wish for that. Some good stuff. Someone else can say it. It's a. We'll, we'll go around the table. So I got a glass of Bushmills Red Bush. Irish whiskey that's uh, aged in like bourbon cask or bourbon barrels. And my cigar tonight is a Don Pepin Garcia Double J series. So you are drinking the Old Monk Triple X Supreme Rum, Zemo. Do you know anything about that? Was that in a cast too? Or is that like seaworthy? Or nope. It, nope. In the sky? Nope. No? Just nothing. Straight colon. Straight colon. Just yep. reuse. Yep. And I'm, I'm smoking the same cigar as well. There's, same I'm, same that I am. Mm-hmm, I'm really liking that. Okay. All right, Robbo. I know you got a glass poured for you, so you got uh, some of Doc's number ten rating old Bardstown Estate bottled. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And for my cigar, it's a uh, Padron 1926 series. I know. I should have. <laughs> I should have lit the one up that you. Look how it's burning already. It's smooth. It's smooth. Beautiful. Wow. Mine's already got the angle like a fire helmet. <laughs> I got a fucked up head. <laughs> Look at the tip on that yeah, thing. The tip on this thing fucked up. All right, Banjo, what do you got? I'm drinking the Bushmills Red Bush as well, and I'm smoking a cigar that has a Cohiba wrapper on it, but I have reason to believe it is not. <laughs> not not a good Cohiba. <laughs> I am also drinking the uh, Bushmills Red Bush tonight. And Fucking I have, red bush bastards. Uh, a cigar with a Monte Cristo wrapper on it, but I have reason to believe that it is not a yeah. Monte Cristo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get duped? Um, I actually don't remember how I came by those two. <laughs> what did you say the other day? 
want. Did this thing come with batteries? Batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that fucker. I'm yeah. keeping that, that because like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make that into something as a, a vibrator. For, <laughs> there you go for D. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> Yeah, so, so there's there's like a little plastic tube that the uh, the Padron 1926 comes in, and it looks like some a cross between a vibrator and a oversized lipstick tube. But yeah, the first as soon as you handed that to me, Robbo, the first day I'm like, what is that? And does that need batteries? <laughs> that was my Smell first it. thought. TSA would ask questions. Smell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little case, you know. They, they charge yeah. you enough for the cigar. It better come in something nice. That better be real gold on there. <laughs> it is real nice. Real gold. All the other stuff was, like, wrapped in plastic. All right. So uh, last time we did a podcast, uh, all five of us together, we went for a couple hours. We still stayed afterwards talking. There was a lot of things we discussed that we people said we could elaborate on, uh, talk more about, or, hey, we need to have a part two. So here we are, part two. I think the first one we called uh, Holiday Hope and Humble Pie, wasn't it, Doc? Yeah, but it's really the L word. Yeah, the L word. Oh, so you didn't name it the L word. No, we didn't. Holiday Hope and Humble Pie. All right. You don't listen to our podcast, Banjo? I do listen, but I just put it on. I don't know. He actually. doesn't read the title. I don't title. Read the title. Oh, okay. He doesn't read the title. Wow. What bet the you, fuck? Bet you don't read the descriptions either. No, I don't. Oh. Absolutely oh. not. Oh. Shake my head at the... <laughs> yeah, Doc puts in a lot of time putting the uh, description down there. I know. I'm very so, uh, nothing's changed since the last time. I'm still not in the L word. So Still not in the L word? Um, how, about, yeah. how about you, Zemo? In love? Have you oh. dropped it like it's hot yet? Oh, well, I mean, I've said that word, but should I ain't in love? That's for sure. You, I mean, said, you said it, it but you didn't... Uh, well, since, oh, since the last time we played... Since the, our I mean, podcast. Oh, what, I love you? Yeah. Well, yeah, my mom... You know well, what we're talking you're... about. <laughs> oh, like to a lady? No. To a lady. No. To any no, dudes? No. I, well, no, this one chick, she was blowing me off, and I was like, God damn, I love this. Like, it was good as best, <laughs> best fucking I read, but I'm just saying. Sorry. <laughs> the inner workings of Simo's mind are an enigma. Hey, you wanted to know. That's the last time it came out. It was on X, and I was like, oh, God, so I love this. So that is the last time you said the L word. It wasn't, like, directed at her, but it was, but it was directed. Like, you didn't say that you loved someone. Work. You said you loved an act. Yeah. Great. Great job. Great job. 10 out of 10. I mean, she does good work. What? <laughs> what you wanted to know? Wow. I told you. Uh, what about I you? didn't want to know that. What I want to know you? if you said Is, the L word. I haven't said it to meaningful to anybody. Now. How are you gonna say what? What about? What about me? Have you said you were? You were here a few days ago when Yoga was here in town. So you I know never heard well. you say I've, love. I've said it. Mm. So steps have gone farther now. What do you mean steps have gone farther? You're using <laughs> love now. Those those steps have been used. Oh, you said it the first day. Were they used before the last? Yeah, podcast? I don't yeah. know. You, I don't fucking listen in on your conversation. I'm not hearing you like back here, like, oh baby, I fucking love you. You just looking at my FBI. ass, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> duh. Like shit. Hi, right. yoga. Now I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking drop in on you now on that thing. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's what you need to ask people. We need. About. We should. Yeah. We should bring her in here. We could plop that thing right here on the table and. Oh, oh that fucking robot spy? thing? Hell no, that yeah. robot watching yeah. us. <laughs> secret squirrel spot. So you've said it since. I, I, I just yeah. don't I don't yeah. listen in detail for it. Well, I mean, I've said it, but to my food. Like, you know, I had Taco oh, Bell. I, I, love it. I love it. I love <laughs> <To> my food. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. It's so fucking good. What about you? 
Uh, yeah, I'm pretty fucking jaded on this uh, topic, so nah. Last person I said that to was my grandma. Okay. Felt that I needed to. Well, yeah, it's always necessary. Okay. Always need to. It's good. Banjo. Of course. Of course. Of course. I've said I love you. Well, she. To, uh, my romantic partner. You didn't say it partner. to me when you walked away. Yeah. <laughs> no. Got you some and left. You got, you got a rock on that you and you're over. You're damn as good. What the fuck ever? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it shock you that I said the L word? Uh, it doesn't shock me. I don't know. You just don't seem like a guy that says that type of shit. I, I don't use it. No, because you always got Hold this, on, like, have you seen this woman? He's like fucking yeah. onion. He's woman? like a fucking on. onion. Oh, the layers and the layers and the layers. <laughs> like, he's like, it's hard Black to get anything. Onion. Like, uh, fucking, layers. you come in in the morning and say, like, hi to him. He just, uh, uh, I like, finally, I got to see her and I just, look, I just wanted to get up and fist bump him. I'm like, that might be a little awkward for her. To <laughs> like, hey. Good job. Nice. That, nice. that that hurts, Zemo. I thought what? you knew, you know, how truly in depth that relationship was. Oh, I know you. Love no her. one knows I know how it, but truly I don't know if you ever say that type of word. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no I one. love you, yoga. How's that? Mm-hmm. On the air, international. Well, that's good. I love no watching matter. women do, <laughs> do yoga. <laughs> so, naked yoga. It's got to be a thing. I've never seen naked yoga. You know, yoga, I meant to ask her about that uh, that goat yoga. yoga. Uh, I meant to ask her about that, like about if what? she's ever seen that class or been to the goat yoga thing. Goat yoga? Yeah, where they put oh, the goats on your back. I think we can make That's some so studio space up. in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can make a yoga studio now. You have I'll to be, smoke I'll be cigars the and drink. I'll just put a video on, like, do what they do, but just take your clothes off. Right. <laughs> There's a new type of yoga where it's uh, you drink during Sweat. doing yoga and you scream and like let out all your anger and shit and the cuss and stuff like that. You yeah. drink, you like, mm. you're able to drink while you do the yoga. Mm, that's weird. Yeah, like relieve I know. stress that more. That seems like I a guess. bad idea. It seems like I a, feel like a you do. cramps, but mm. <laughs> he's a. Mm. <laughs> Wait, I got a point. It's though. called Namaste, <laughs> a state bottled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wait, Joe, anyway, I, anyway, before we get too far into this, yes. if you would like to chime in on this conversation, please shoot us an email at topicimpossible@gmail.com. Possibly let us know when was the last time you said the L word. Chime in on this yoga. Send us an email. Come on. Yeah. She they just messages me directly. <laughs> she says, I listen to that podcast. You guys are filthy. You're filthy. That Zemo guy right, is. Well, hold on, her. because Banjo's <laughs> chomping at the bit to ask me something. <laughs> I, wouldn't you say that nobody knows how serious your relationship is other than you and yoga? That's true. Yeah, Boom. because uh, no that's one not, could, that's uh, not no one Facebook information. No, no one could possibly know how serious the relationship is other than Yoga and I. Yeah. However, I would think that my my dot intimate circle of you guys would know that it's serious, just not know exactly maybe how serious. Yeah, although the point that I'm making is I could watch you. And yoga be very intimate, like a creep in the oh, closet. Geez. And I, whoa! No, 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 no. I mean, like saying I love you, the huggy, kissy stuff, not the. But uh, I wouldn't know. I, yeah. I personally wouldn't know. Okay. Because I don't know what's going on in your mind. Right. In the I, mean, it's just, I mean, it'd be like watching porn, though. I'm, you know, it's just someone well, you know. Well, I'm a guy that I know and a woman that I've just met, so. <laughs> I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, anyways. <laughs> you just see his eye pop out, like on the side, like. So, Good so job, you, Jeff. so you wouldn't know, which is understandable because there's, yeah. there's a lot. You and I have a lot of in-depth topics, but we mm-hmm. don't discuss topics as far as the L word is mm-hmm. concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is so far surpassed the L word 
that this, uh, you know, conversations with yoga have already entered into the M word. The M Damn. The M word or the M word? I'm getting weak at the, the knees. The forever after M word. <laughs> forever after. Do you want to talk yeah. about it? When? Now? Yeah, now. On the couch? Uh, on the couch. Oh, my God. Zemo's <laughs> horny. I mean, his ovaries <laughs> throbbing, so I don't know why I want to lay down on the couch. His throbbing. Oh, my God. Now the FCC won't let me be. <laughs> what, I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you could, you know, I could watch you use the word all, like, all day long and also back it up even with actions. I would believe you uh, kind of as a, just as a general going through life everyday purpose, although you could theoretically be like a megalomaniac and inside Ooh, right? really your motivations are, are totally off I, I don't know what your thoughts are he's got a hard fucking shell don't he and I feel like uh, well I could say it about anybody although you're like incognito you're an onion I'm an onion you're an onion Spanish onion or the hot shit <laughs> what's the, uh, the a mix the yellow the yellow, of, yeah. the yellow onion the Spanish onion oh what's the vent it's the really sweet does, onion. I, yeah, it's the Spanish onion. Oh. The yellow onion has got the little. Oh, there was a different fucking name to it. Uh, Spanish okay. onion. No, I could. I, I, Do I make you cry? I was able to see, you <laughs> know, the 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 feeling there when I got finally got the meter and you guys were together. It was just, just weird. Weird. Yoga. All right, come on, my dick's soft. Let's. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to use that word unless I seriously mean it. There's a lot of things I don't do unless I seriously mm-hmm. mean it. All right, we're done with the brownie points. My dick's soft. Let's keep on with something else. Let's go somewhere else with this. <laughs> and it needs to stay that way, Zemo, because you're sitting this next to me again. This is a room, room full of men here. And? D- don't be popping a chub in here. Well, it ain't no you chub. the last pop. But it ain't no fucking chub. There ain't no chub popping here. That's full-blown fucking boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where we, do uh, you guys have a place where you want to pick up? Is there something I really specific in the last ended. podcast? I left and you guys were like yeah. two hours yeah. in. Yeah, I should have refreshed on the that podcast. That was many whiskeys ago. Okay. Many whiskeys. Yeah. That's it? Robbo? I'm, I'm is, is there something that, uh, that specifically comes to mind that, you know what, I'm glad we're at part two because I wanted to elaborate on this? Well, let's shoot towards what the... Were you just touching yourself, Zemo? No, I had an itch. Motherfucker. No, let's shoot towards the... What What the radio guy tell us? What did he have his ideas? So the last email we got was from a, a new listener that binge listened to all of our podcasts, said we were amazing, he loved it, when are we going to we- be back in because he wanted more. That was that was what it was. You rock, dude. Oh, okay. He didn't give any pointers. He or didn't like give any specifics or pointers. But he said he worked in radio. No, that guy didn't work in radio. No. We had an no, actual not. operation supervisor, radio guru, mm. that uh, has been a customer of mine for a very long time. And he's listened to them. And, yeah, he said they were pretty good. The only thing he did, because I, I complained about how a lot of times we have a, a subject or a topic that I want to hit on or someone else brings up. And we get off on tangents, and a lot of times we never get back to Circle that topic around. to elaborate. So the only thing he said, other than, you know, that you guys are doing great, and he really enjoys it and likes it, was uh, make a bullet point list, which is what he does when he does an actual radio yeah. interview. So you can at least make sure that you're going back to something, which is why I've got a pen and paper here, so that if one of us says something at a certain point in the podcast, Fancy I can write shit. it down. Yeah, I know. High dollar. Does that say I love yoga in the there. It does not. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> so I actually you you etch that in the heart, Robbo, not in the piece of paper. 
I, I have two points that I remember from last time that I want to bring up. Okay. One is, is romantic love the most important genre of love that we experience in our life? Mm-mm. And then, uh, oh, two, do you think that... So, I, you know, I've studied religion as my thing, and there are lots of mystics who claim that they can they have this universal love for all beings or all things or the whole world or living beings. Is that a real thing? Have you guys experienced that in your life? Like loving everything? And yeah. Everything? No. That's a different level of enlightenment. You know, I, I think could, that depends on your religious beliefs, too, mm. I on could whether sit there, you're allowed to love everything. I could sit there and drive home on a nice, beautiful day and love everything about that, and then I could walk into a Walmart and hate everybody inside there. I don't understand it, but, like, I can enjoy and love what's around me, but then just certain things, I guess, were to turn me off from loving anything else. Mm-hmm. May I just say I don't love Well, humanity. really, that's just a difference in degree, because yeah. what really separates love from hate? Mm. True. Wait, I love it? to hate some people, but then I just hate some people. <laughs> the thing of it is, is that is that truly directed hate because you hate the people in Walmart, or you no, hate but, Walmart, or is that because no, it interrupted I don't your know love how, affair of the drive? I don't know how to explain it the best way is, you know, I could I could have the best mood ever and then just like, you know, I could love everything and it just one little fucking thing just like sets it all off and just to turn into I hate everything. Like a swollen ovary? Like a fucking swollen ovary. <laughs> I know ovary. what you mean, though. You know, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know how to explain it. it. I know I'm not very good at wording things, but it doesn't have to do with, you know, banana hammocks and... You, you feel a Shit. certain level of euphoric love and something, whether it's during a day or a situation or an occupation. Yeah, because I can love everything. Or, or someone, the, yeah. Know. It's still going to break that little reality snap, bring you back out of euphoria, and you're going to be angry that you had to leave the magic place. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. And you're that. just going to hate like everything that. Yeah. that you see for the time being until you kind of equalize again. It's like someone jumped off the teeter-totter and you fell down and smacked your nuts. Right. Teeter-totter was fun. You're loving it. You're only thinking about the teeter-totter, and then some jackass jumps off the other side. I fucking hate the teeter-totter. Yeah, and then you hate the teeter-totter, right. and you hate the kid, and you I hate like the playground, that. and yeah. I hate that kid. I like the point that you brought up. It depends on, on your religious beliefs and whether you're allowed to love everything. Because I, I, th- I think, like, That's true. an important thing, Abrahamic religions, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, God is supposed to be good, right? And so there's this division between good and evil. And you're supposed to love the good and hate the evil, or at least not love the evil. But then you might have another another idea, like a maybe an Indian idea, where uh, the ultimate gods, like the grounded beings, so it's everything. Um, but it, the trade-off there is that if you want to love that, then you have to love everything. There is you can't have a division of good or evil. You can't have like I like this thing or I don't like this thing. Um, whereas in Christianity, you get to be a where, where do you put where well, do you right. put this set with the whole thing is having sex before you're married or gambling? I love to gamble. I love to have sex. I love to drink. It's I, I love bad stuff, but yeah. you know where where's I love the weighing out there? Things. <laughs> <laughs> bad things. Like where's it way out there? You know I love to do you know good things, but I love to do bad things too. Yeah, and it's like is that okay or is that it's wrong? I think it's balanced. Well. I mean, they drink yeah. wine in yeah. the Bible. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all over. You know, uh, get married if you want to have sex like that yeah. and feel bad for having sex outside of marriage. I just don't want to get married. Just don't do it. Come I don't want to get married. I don't ever want to Never team. get married. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> that's just, that's, I just, personally, I don't 
believe in signing a piece of paper and telling you that you love somebody. Is either you love them or you fucking don't. As the, simple as it gets. The paper you don't need is a, for tax purposes. That's fucking stupid still. Because what happens in the end is you guys end up getting past your honeymoon stage and then boom, you're married. Just like my buddy, he got married within a fucking week after breaking up with this chick, only being with her two months. And now he has the most miserable life and all she threatens him is, I'm going to take everything from you. I'm going to take everything from you. And that's where it comes to the court situation. It's like, where, where the fuck, where's love at in any instance when it comes to marriage but you're only you're only talking about uh a single or uh, well you're talking about governmental marriage yeah you're not talking about because i I could put a fucking ring on her finger and put a ring on mine and i could say we're married yeah you you know but but then by the eyes of the courts you know it's not and then oh you're not in love with a person unless you're married that's the government it's just so fucking stupid i think it's one-sided bullshit anymore you know i I don't know i actually kind of agree with zemo so so i agree with zemo that it's bs that you have to for something to be viewed as official with the government is that you have to go through a specific process with applications and papers and judges and that's not love but on another note you just mentioned also a societal acceptance of love zemo and you mentioned put a ring on it you don't need a ring True, yep, to be yep, married. You're, you're right. You're right about it that. It just depends on what you accept and what you don't accept, mm-hmm. and pressures that people th- around you put on. Like it's not real. It's not official until this. I feel it's like real and it's a lot official of when, when you truly that. feel that it's real and official. And the other things, you just, it's a going through the motions. It's dotting yeah. I's and crossing T's. It's not the actual word. Well, and for me, swinging back to where you said, you know, about loving everything and. I've never experienced that, and I, I, I don't know if I ever will. But I, I think I've, I've only ever been in love one time, and uh, I mean, is, is it, is that it? Was, was it, it like just movie once, love? You know? Was it like you know, oh my god, I can't be without this person, or like the notebooks like grab this and kiss this person, and you like you're in love, or is like because I've never felt love, like I've never felt that physical of being with a woman. It's like I've never felt that like. I honestly do really fucking love you. Like, I would do anything, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a piece of shit. Yeah, I was there, you know, and that was one time, and then, you know, maybe I'm afraid of that. I've been hurt too many times, and I just have, I have issues with, you know, I'll I'll use the word whatever that you want to fucking hear it, then you're going to hear it, whatever. But, you know, you're only going to know me when you truly know me. Like, right? I don't know, I've just never... Well, see, and, and I, th- I know we talked last pot- podcast about people using that word just to, to get sex and stuff. Right. To use, I don't yeah, do right. that. I don't, I'm not, I mean, as a, as a guy and, and with what I've seen, and I'm sure many of you have, you can say almost anything. If, if you know what the woman wants to hear, whether you mean it or not, you say it the right way, and you're going to probably get what you want. Well, like, it's not about not getting what I want. See, I, I don't. It's about like I can't do that. It can literally turn into a fucking argument because yeah. the one person loves you, and you just yes, you love the fact of being around this person and whatnot, but just like I don't have that. I don't. I don't know what fucking love is. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is I don't really know what the meaning do, of love you, is. Hand me that cigar. Card. I don't know the Let's the Google feeling. That shit. So do, do, do I don't you know, know so so let 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 me ask you Zemo because there's actually I love my daughter actually yes I yes. do know the feeling. So well yes and that's a that's a different type of love also that's, right. that's the degrees of love. As you progress what what may make you fall in love with someone at one point in time is going to be different as you get older and you get more life experiences. True. So some of these conversations because I have faith in you Zemo I do. 
And I think there's a lot of times uh, that, you know, we, we buy into whatever perception that we, that we feel or others happen to have. I don't think I'm good enough. Well, so there's a, there's a difference in not thinking you're good. I'm not good enough for yoga. I tell that all the time. I don't deserve you. But there's a difference in remaining humble and always trying to strive for that extra step versus believing I really am a piece of shit and don't deserve anything. I, and I, exactly. I put myself I have, on I that know, pedestal. I know. I have known you I for don't. a long time, and that's one of the reasons why I, I try to push this podcast in certain directions and have multiple walks of life because I, I've seen firsthand in that people will fall in, especially us guys, will fall into whatever direction the pack is going. And right. if you're not able to get out of your own head and take your own path, Sometimes you need a little bit of a push. And some of these podcasts, believe it or not, is also for your benefit specifically, Zemo, because there's conversations and statements that you have said and made that has changed throughout the podcast based on what everyone else in here is doing. You are a good, honest, genuine guy, a stand-up guy. You do get in your head, like I get in my head. The last couple of weeks, I've been in my head for a million other you reasons. You made me blush quick. <clears throat> that is completely <laughs> fucked up shit. I don't let unworthy people in my dot. And you've been in my dot for a long time, Zemo. I am the dot. You may be at a point <laughs> in your life where you're, you, know, you don't see the forest through the trees. But I see a lot of crazy potential in you. And you know, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with you, dude. Well, I appreciate that. So Hell we're yeah. here for you, brother. All right, let's not get emotional about this. <laughs> well, I'm, hey, what's uh, going on with these cigars over here? Let's get emotional. So I mean, that goes out to anyone that's listening. Also, that's in the same, that's in the same thing. At a certain point in time, you 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 become to expect. You know what's normal. You don't want to get out of your comfort zone. Banjo just totally cut the tip off. They of both did. They said, fuck the <laughs> Yeah, so... The just, doc just over there quick, lit a cigarette. Just a quick tangent on the cigars here. So, both of these cigars that uh, Banjo and myself had tonight are, are fake Cubans. Mm -hmm. And... Um, that have been around for a while that, Yeah, as well. they, they've been around for a while. So, so they're a little bit old and crunchy. and um, But... Oh, these are so bad. Like, yeah... I bailed out. And as you say, we men follow the pack. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, <laughs> following, <laughs> following the suit. Following suit. Wait, Zemo, and to a lesser extent towards you too. Um, so you say that you've never felt love, although you have felt love to your daughter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but you're talking about people. Uh -huh. Both of you are talking about people. Right. Well, it, things. I things mean, just too? things too. Yeah. It's, even, it's one thing with concepts. The, it's one thing with a daughter, you know, because obviously, you know, she's part of me. Mm. But another being, I, another human. I don't. I don't. I don't want to sound like an alien in that way, but like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just don't feel remorse or love. Or, right. I just you, never. Well, that's where that. I'm so, at. So, you know, so first off, you haven't met the right one. Oh, yeah. And if you're, you're looking, you're telling for me it, you're not going to find it. What Dude, you fucking look nowadays, well, and I'm all it is looking. is prostitution. Right. That's all it is nowadays. Come that is. Whores by their nature. The only good woman is wine. Is wine. Is wine. That's quoting a little bit of the rape of Lucretia by Benjamin Britten. I think it's just going to take someone extremely special to make me feel that again. 
man, because, you know, the way I look at it is I don't know if well, so, I've so, ever so, experienced so that the, again. The, the two of you could very well, just because you don't know how the universe works, okay? The fact is being aware that you are looking for something that you have not found. So you'll find something that you've never found. You always find you, it in the, the last the place you, you look yeah, at it. Yeah, the, that's where you find it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It could fall right in your lap. The two of you could walk out here tonight after this podcast and could bump into someone in the parking lot. You don't know. I would like to, to give you both uh, words of encouragement, hope, and like, you know, it, it's coming soon, it's coming soon. Bump into the parking lot. It took lot. me more than four fucking decades and tragedies that would break people before poof. Right. It was right I there. I fall in love out in the See, parking lot. I barely lot. I'm even talk to a woman anymore. So it's, you it's know, ridiculous. That, that's what I, where I'm like, it's probably it's not going to happen because I don't, I don't want to really just throw myself out there anymore. You know, I've been through and, enough. And, and I don't here's to, it's hard right. to learn about somebody so, and right. then it just. And as I said so, in the previous podcast, there's certain walls that we put up. That was one of the, th- the bullet points I put down. Was talking about walls that we put up as guys, right? Especially if we've been hurt. So this is a good transition into that. Is what walls do do each of us put up because we've been stabbed in the back, because we've had some some heart injury, how do we shield that? The right one, as I said, is gonna get through those walls whether you take them down or not. The other thing is is understanding that if you truly are looking for that, you're gonna have to put in the work and the work not necessarily (coughs) being leg work or time, you're gonna have to understand that, you know, if I happen to find the right one. I'm going to have to open up some doors. Right. And I'm getting tired of sex not having any meaning. Then don't have sex. Literally. Don't have sex. Yeah. What? Yep. Fuck off. I haven't had sex don't in a sex. year. That's your own damn problem. That ain't Here, me. Here's the thing, I, Zima. Uh, I here's gotta, the thing, Zima. In your right own, hand, in your left own hand, words, sit on one hand, right. whatever you got to do. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> trying to make a fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> I got a goddamn point. <laughs> anyway, Go. Zemo, you have said in your own words, it's just sex. But, no, but after but, a while, it gets then, boring. What, what you're saying now, it conflicts with that. So, uh, yes. ultimately, it's, it's kind of like a bipolar mindset towards that. All right, you so my you, fucking you, doctor you, you now? Yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> doc. doc. <laughs> this is a diagnosis, Zemo. <laughs> yeah, but like he said, you know, I change and shit. After a while, man, yeah, sex is sex, but... I want some meaning in in the end. Fuck, sometimes like so, shit. So, so I thought you've been trying to chase meaning so this whole time. Don't, I want some love. <laughs> so don't go out looking for. Hey, this is a woman I'd like to have sex with. Go out and look at her and say, "Is this a woman I would like to make love to?" And if that answer is no, walk away. No. Make load up, load up Pornhub or whatever your little choice is, <laughs> and 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 well, it's buy so yourself hard some anymore, time. man. Literally, like, everyone sits out there, and it's fucking, it's a game of money now. It's like, a bit, like, literally, like I said, I was on a website, and literally, like, any chick that would swipe on me, here's my Snapchat, and the next five minutes later, here, yeah, $50 for a blowjob, uh, you want to meet up, and then she's on her Snapchat having, like, nine dudes fucking rail her out and shit. I'm like, aren't you on a dating website or a prostitution website? Like, right. what fucking is this? And makes no sense and yes i am that is childish to be on a, a website looking for love well, yeah, and yeah. all the wrong so places so i'm i'm sure there's a ton of ton of you know there whatever much little place love sites that are out there no my mom mom always told me don't ever fall in love with a, a woman you meet in the bar and never to fall that, in love and that honestly i mean i've i've said that more it's than so once it's so fucking hard anymore to find anyone everyone wants to be texting and they don't want to look and, at unless you unless you've they got don't a group have a, of people that's going out 
if a guy you got lucky, if, motherfucker. If a, if a you guy got lucky, or a girl are in a bar by themselves, they're there for a reason. Yeah. They're upset with something. They're trying to drink their demons away. So yeah, there's an awful lot of unresolved baggage, or they wouldn't need the alcohol to suppress it. Right. So if you're going to go in there looking for something in that environment, you should leave it there. Okay. So where's the where's the best place to look? You're a fucking asshole if you talk to anybody nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Inside, so stupid. Don't or look. You, you start to approach somebody and work, they're just oh, all snobby. So you know? don't yeah, look well, and work on number. being the best version of yourself. That's what I do. Clean your room. Oh, my room's clean. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there, there's, good there's, there's, not a, there's not a blueprint for it. No, uh, then no. you work on being the best version of yourself. You can't find love in this society anymore. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. You, you got lucky. You got right, fucking lucky. Find you and let find love me. happen. Motherfucker, don't I know try, me. Don't try no, and I don't. fit it into a hole, man. You I can't force it. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I guess I, you can't. I think I it's have like a, the puzzle piece. You hold, can't hold, shove it Banjo's going to drop it like it's hot. Oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> I think I have a direct... Well, my, my thought is lots of people put on walls. Uh, lots of men put on walls trying to save themselves from the possible threat of intimacy or the threats associated with intimacy, but... Uh, the reason that is is because that thing is unknown, but an unknown thing is both a threat of you being hurt, but that's, also a that's promise. A big, that's a big thing about it. Of something good, you know. Because I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I did have. I had one time that I did. I honestly, I think I really did love her, and I just, you know, it, it was the jealousy that screwed me over in the end. Because the whole social media thing and everything, it's like you post a picture online and then a guy puts a heart emoji or comments and says something. And then your jealous rage gets over you and then she, you know, considers that as an anger issue or something. Then you lose the love. But then in the end, she's with that guy. And it's like, do you fuck, do you even say you love anyone or it's just basically like, hey, how's it going? Glad we're together. Simple as that. I'm not going to say I love you anymore because that's just going to hurt me in the end. Because, you know, love does have a big meaning if you're actually using it in the right context. But It does, but a lot of that has to do with insecurities and our own personal insecurities. Insecu- why, why should I fucking be insecure about it? I don't understand. Like, But then it just goes to show that... Yeah, I should have been insecure. If, I should have been jealous because if, of if sheer I was she looking, ends up with if, if, if I was scrolling through social media, which I don't do very often... If I was scrolling through social media and I saw yoga stuff on there and there's some dudes that was, you know, sending little heart emojis or eggplant emojis or all the other stuff and I got crazy upset and jealous about it, that would be my own insecurity. It's your own fault, yeah. That's part of that looking oh, within and stop looking but for when she ca- Say they comment and they're like, oh, I'm going to give you this big old fucking rod and she puts a laugh out loud thing next to it. How do you take that? How do you take that? You just... Did oh, she, did she put out, here's my personal number? How the fuck Did she you say, know? I'm free tonight at 9 o'clock? And we're not talking in general about you, Yoga. We're just saying... <laughs> oh, I know, but... Well, well so that's, when you, that's when you switch so that over to DMs. Again, because right? I mean, yeah, but that once again is an insecurity. That's something that you need to look in depth to. And like, what is it that makes me jealous to the point that I get angry? And my anger clouds my love. And my judgment. And, and your judgment. I, I but, but say. like he just said, though, you know, at, at the same time, this chick ended up with that dude anyway. Okay. So, so, so that wasn't unfounded, but you still have to address that yourself. My, or she's mm-hmm. just a hypergamous slut. 
Could be. I mean, they're out there. Doc's on one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've been shooting heat rounds all day. <laughs> fucking has. No tracers. Zemo's indignation is justified. The world has always been fucked up, but it has its own peculiar version of fucked up nowadays because of the certain technologies and certain problems that we have. I think so. My, you know, my, my grandma and grandpa, 50 years. 50 years. Last person I heard that was married for 50 years. Happily. It's been a long fucking time. Well, Shit don't and, happen and, like and you this. just said you just said the wrong word though, because if you're able to actually talk, have an in-depth conversation with anyone that's been married for multiple decades, you said the word happy. And they're not always happy. They still fight. They still go through stuff. They they make certain concessions. Which was the next little bullet point that I had after walls we put up is what concessions are you willing to make to attain true love? No, they were happy. They were happy. Nowadays, you one argument. They weren't happy. One every argument single day and that, of that other person's years. off onto the fucking DMs on someone else's dick mm-hmm. or someone else's puss. Like it's just bullshit. Go Joe, on, banjo. Joe's does make a good point. I think in my case, because the second part of that statement that I had was our indignation and our recon- and our recognition that it is fucked up is not itself an excuse for us to not be virtuous or for us to not be good men. Right. True. And, and, and be happy that something would happen early on in a relationship where you're doing the DM or some shit like that so that you don't invest any more of your personal time in them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Be happy that, that that is already moved out of your path and you can move on to something else. Right. Anyway, back to what you were saying about putting up walls. For me, I feel like it's not so much putting up walls. It's like I'm just wearing a full suit of armor. Exactly. Well, and yeah. and I would say that I've got a, a full suit of armor, and yeah, I would think no, that it's pretty no impenetrable. Your ass this. is wearing a loincloth. I said, no, I said no that. woman is going to make now. it through yeah. this triple folded steel plate. I said that too. And now, and he's maybe got a maybe a woman <laughs> won't. Maybe each will. each person <laughs> will will just concentrate <laughs> on every single negative and every single hard act heartache and every single bit of jealousy and build up so much anger that even if something got through the armor you saw it as an attack and and not as an opportunity i I don't think that you know that's not my issue it's like where the hell are all the good girls at you know looking Uh, for the good guys we're not ladies we're if you're listening we're not all talking about ladies not all there's guys too you know because then then you 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 get you get these ones that, that say they want the good guy, but go for the asshole right. and then sit there and cry to the good guy. Well, where's all because, the good guys at? Because they don't want the good guy. They want the nice man who is also a scoundrel. And I think a guy wants the same thing. I'm getting tired of love being about looks. Too. What do you mean a guy wants the same thing? Yeah. So, I mean, so there's there's a the, 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 this image. So I, you know, the... I would want a woman that was strong and independent and can make her own decisions exactly. in my absence, mm-hmm. but yet still needs me as well. So you've got that balance. Someone to I, contend I, with. Yeah, I want someone that is a fierce Viking shield maiden, but yet someone that is super soft that you can connect with. I like right. that. Someone that is professional in one aspect of their life and someone that is a Flat out, you know, freak. Yeah, freak in the bedroom behind closed doors. 
I want that duality. Yeah. I think everyone wants a duality. Where we get hurt is that you expect that other dual personality from another person. to be with you specifically. <clears throat> and if they show something to somebody else, a third party or a separate entity, that's when you're like, oh, wow, I thought that was something we shared only between us. Yeah. And in cases where you've got the DM or you've got a different emoji or someone goes in, well, then, yeah, they're not sharing just that side of them that only you know with someone else. And automatically you start to think, well, then I must not be special enough. Yeah. Do you think it's wrong if you were to ask your significant other to shut their social media down? Do I think it's wrong? If they asked you as well, too? Do you think it's a good idea to have social well, media while think, you're together? I don't think social media is a very good thing. I think it's, it's what ruins everything. Because I, I, think, I, I think social media is great for business purposes. But it is to reach a gate, out for mass contact. It is a gateway to affairs. Yes, and I, I think yeah, it's instantly. great to be able to reconnect with people from your past that you've lost touch with. Same way as a, a phone call or a you know a, a telegram or a letter would have been in in old days. He's got more likes. That's why I, I want to be with I, him. I think that it His too often big. gets used for instant gratification and i feel horrible about something or i'm upset about something and i want to be justified yeah well and then and, and that can come down to if you're in a relationship with a couple is are you justified it doesn't matter if you're agreeing there's a difference between justifying and validating someone's opinion or point of view versus agreeing with it you don't have to agree with it right but you do need to validate it if you want to be with in an intimate relationship with someone. but and, and some people just post way too much on their social media. Every like, if you and dinner. your spouse are having issues... Don't air that, it out. Yeah, yeah. Don't oh, yeah. put that on. Don't blast. Because that's <laughs> when other people come in. Oh, well, oh hey, I, yeah. Yeah, you know, your, your husband's that, that's, being That mean shows there. a disconnect <laughs> yeah. in, in communication between you and your significant other. Yep. And that shows that they don't feel whatever it is that they're feeling is being validated by you. Yeah. And they need to outsource their validation by mass public. I tell you what, if I met the right person, and, and this, it's got to be a special woman, I'd shut my social yes. media down. Well, so yeah, yeah, so that's in a heartbeat. I mean, one, I, I don't have twice. a personal social media, from, anything. Yeah. Anything social media Any I have out there is, is or all for yeah. business purposes. So that I can. Yeah, I mean, well, and I know you guys scroll on there. Account. I don't hardly ever put anything on there. You know, I think right. uh, I, I, share, I, put, I put a, fra a, a phrase or something on there today. But other than that, the last time I posted anything was just a thank you because there was too many people to personally think that helped with my mother's funeral. And I didn't even want to do that. You know, I've, you know, I, I love my family and everything, but it was like uh, that's all their social media was. And right. It's like. We know. Well, no, there's so many different reasons why we as humans grieve. Right. And we all grieve in different ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, we, I get that. we jump from one stage of grief to another stage of grief and so on and so forth. But, and and, 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 and it, then, you know, you, you get people that are having problems, though. Right. And, and it's like every five minutes, it's a new post on that, that Facebook. Right. You know, it's like, dude or woman, just, okay, you know. You don't. I think some people look for other people's sympathy. And, Absolutely, and you Absolutely. shouldn't have to do that. You I, do I that. have someone that is related to me that that is their forte. 
that they, they go day to day creating additional drama just to gain sympathy from someone yeah. else. Was still bottom line to me. My perception is that they are lacking in something inside, right. and rather than look inside and yeah. deal with your own shit, yeah. clean your own, do your own laundry, is that they're looking for someone to fluff it up. And, oh, oh, it's okay, yeah. and you don't have to face your demons. You know, the the thing I do enjoy about the social media is I got family that don't live around, you know, and I can see their kids and mm, yeah, helps some pictures of their family events and birthdays. Pros and, all and that. cons of love you and know, social media. There's, there's a lot of good on the social media, but I think 90% of what I see if you scroll through a news feed is junk. As Mostly. people bitching would, about go, their lives, yeah, I would go higher than ninety you know percent. <laughs> yeah, and 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 what I what I tell people, and and I had to realize this on my own. You cannot expect somebody else to be responsible for your happiness. You're That's responsible right. Right. for your own happiness. And uh, you're responsible for your own right happiness. More importantly, you need to understand first what truly makes you happy. Exactly. So you can't, uh, Zemo, you specifically, if you don't know deep down what's going to make you happy, how can you I expect, know what makes more how can make you expect someone else to know what's going to make you happy? You know, exactly. I, and maybe it sounds cliche, I don't know, but in my ways of looking at it, is I want somebody to want me, you know? Yeah. Doesn't make me feel like... Everybody wants that. You know, I, I, I hate, like the last girlfriend I was with, I just hate feeling like not needed or not wanted. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything. Like, it could be opening a fucking jar of pickles. Like, I feel like I want to be wanted in the relationship, not like I'm just some... I hate feeling like I'm a fucking burden. Right. A piece of ass. Well, I and, think and, 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 and then that and, makes me start thinking crazy in my fucking head. I start yeah. getting in my own mind, and then I start thinking, oh, she's off fucking and, someone else, or she's doing something wrong because my insecurities, yes, alone. But it's just the sheer fact is I want... That love not expressed is just sitting there watching Netflix together. I want that love expressed by, you know, oh my God, you know, I was ha happy to see you, baby. Like I'm glad that you're home or something like that. You know, that type of, uh, maybe that's just so. So anyone that that shares much. with that, because I've been in I've been in situations One. in relationships that was the same same thing. Yeah. I didn't feel valued. I didn't feel like I fit in. It was more like a ghost in the wall. In some I'm looking scenarios. at you through the glass. So don't know how this, this comes down. If you have that same sort of experience, let us know and email us at gmail.com. Yes, and and email e email us for real. So our emails are few and far between. There's times we'll get a couple. There's times that yeah, it's just total crickets. I want to hear but, some but women's this is, perspective on and, this. and yes, female please. perspective. If there so, is yeah. any women out Co there listening, coming up with this and what you just said though, especially since we're in a room of guys. Then I will ask uh, anyone that's been in a legitimate relationship in this room right now, because I've fallen victim and gotten to a different point in my life. So I will I'll bring this up. So talking about you know the I you know I just want to be felt like I'm needed. I want to feel like I'm wanted. I want I want. I'm not to, trying to be a needy bitch, but yeah, goddamn, I, I, want, I want I want love. I want to be able to open up the pickle jar for you know that kind of thing. Well, yeah, in turn it. So when are you at a spot in your own personal life where you can put your masculinity into check and say, love, babe, honey, whatever it is that, that you, whatever your terms of endearment are, is like, listen, I know you can do this, but I would like to be able to do it for you. Oh, I've there are certain I things. That. The last person yeah. I was there with, it, I got things, fucking laughed at for ever fucking things, talking. Then, then she's not for you. I get fucking laughed at when I actually have right, something to say. Because the right one to won't laugh. 
Like anything serious. The right, like one, the right one will look you dead like, in the eye, <laughs> get a little teary-eyed, and pass you the pickle jar. I fucking hate but it. But some of the, I mean, that's so few and far in between. On, on and real love like is and few and far between. It's the mythical unicorn. have ruined women for the good guys. Fuck boys. Fuck boys. The, fuck the, boys. Worst, the, the worst of men. The fucking fuck and, boys. And, once, and they fall for them. I mean, come on. That, that's true. But <laughs> once again, just, just like all of us have sat here and talked about our own personal walls and suits of armor that we put up, you have to assume and expect that the opposite genders put up the exact same true. walls and barriers. Yep. Because you don't know them in the beginning. You know, well, yeah, maybe. You great things yeah. cannot be achieved without great sacrifice. I've said it multiple times. We've said it multiple times in other episodes of this podcast. Great things cannot be achieved without great sacrifice. You're right. Okay, I want to backtrack a little bit because uh, uh, Banjo brought up a very good point about uh, is romantic love the highest or, like, the best form of love? Now, Mm. my initial thought on that would be it's just a different type and that us as human beings need love and I wouldn't necessarily say that one type is better mm. or more important than the other one that we need all of those different forms but there is a certain thing that you can get from romantic love that you cannot get from any other type and Unfortunately, there's a lot of guys out there that just have never experienced that. And maybe they just don't know what to do. What's that thing? I don't know. You tell me, Banjo. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, yes, I agree there are multiple types of love. And there are things that you cannot get from each one, which is why we categorize types of love. I do not think that romantic love is the Golden Gates. I don't think that's the, 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 the pot at the end of the rainbow. I think that's another stripe on the rainbow. Yeah, because because ro- the, yeah. romance is still going to be limited. It's still going to live and die by each yeah, other's you can, perception. Yeah, you could be in, in like a very serious like romantic relationship and still be fucking miserable. You can You can be. still suffer as much even if you are single. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Actually, well, and I... You cannot build a foundation solely off of any one of the loves. They've got to be a collaboration of all of yeah. them. The point that I was going to say was that uh, you said you don't believe it's the Golden Gate, and the unfortunate thing is I think there are a lot of guys out there who think that yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. People who believe I, I so think there's strange. people, period, not just guys. I think yeah. there, there's women, period, which is why if you sense a little bit of romance, you think this is the real deal, and that doesn't necessarily stand the test of time. Yeah. They think this is going to be eternity. This is this is yes. Nirvana, this is heaven. Romance is not going to be eternal. It's no. gonna it's gonna yeah. it's gonna All be way. All things are impermanent, Joe. But you know what? <laughs> I don't it's know. inevitable. Trust is huge. You gotta have trust. Trust is huge. You know? uh, um, yeah, so. but can you trust them nowadays? I mean, so so trust has to be earned, (laughs) without a doubt. Unfortunately, you have to. And trust has to be given, and just as important as trust is, so does forgiveness. Yeah. You've got to understand that if you're going to spend any amount of time with anyone, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get offended to a certain extent. Can you get past it? Can you compromise? Can you come to a certain concession 
for the bigger picture with that individual. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Which, which like we had mentioned the concession part a little bit ago. That was another one of the bullet points that we had talked about in the previous podcast. Yeah, but I don't, what, want, what, I don't want to concede parts of myself that make me me. Then you can never blend. Gin rummy. Gin rummy. Think uh, of it. Think of it. Think of it as as, as this Bushmills Red Bush Iris whiskey. That it's only the Red Bush Irish whiskey because it blended in the bourbon barrel. So basically, what I'm hearing from you, the maybe two you, made you one. Can, you can you can uh, clarify if you need to, but you need to change yourself in order to get love. Amend. What is the you that you're trying to hold on to underneath? I don't think you could find it. I don't think you could tell me what the thing is that you're trying to maintain forever and ever. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yes. You can only truly find something if it was actually lost. It was lost a long time ago. I've been searching ever since. <laughs> Do we look in the right places a lot of times? No. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. There's a lot of times I've been, I've been stuck. Do you believe and, you know, in love after love? <laughs> and I've, I've said numerous times to people also that, uh, you know, especially when someone says, you know, once you've hit rock bottom, the only way is up. Bullshit. You've got left and right. You can yeah. crawl oh, yeah. on your belly, crawl on your knees for an awful so, long yeah, time. So, yeah, you need to fall on your sword in order to gain. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, th- th- think, of, think of Braveheart. Okay. I think everyone in here has seen the movie Braveheart. That didn't well, end well for actually. You haven't, haven't seen Braveheart? I haven't seen Braveheart. William Wallace? No, Freedom! <laughs> it didn't end well. No, it did. But that's my point. That's, that's my very point. But, it's uh, not necessarily the movie about him going through all this stuff for love, which is what I see with the, the love of the land. No, no, the love of the woman and the that land. whole that whole conquest yeah, was and, because and he land, didn't he didn't want to go with, with right. Truman. So that was the whole reason why he went la- to war. Last Mohicans is by far my most favorite movie I've ever watched my entire life, and it's not because it has to do with the wilderness or it has to do with you know a period piece or it has to do with Native American history and all these things that I I'm quite fond of. Has to do with the great links and obstacles that that individual, the Daniel Day Lewis character, is willing to go and charge head on for love. The odds that he's willing to go against. There's no second guessing. He's charging because he wants that grandiose. He will go whatever links, no matter where you go or what happens to you, I will find you. That is, it's the it's the greatest love story. It has nothing to do with the the blood and the axes and the arrows and the battles. It has to do with the fact that he will overcome, or he will at least put himself in harm's way for that end result, regardless of what the outcome is. He doesn't know if he's going to find her, but he's going to die trying. the 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 Braveheart movie is not. I mean, that that whole thing starts because of the the English lords and that, and they grant what's called prima nocta which is where an English lord is allowed to have sex with the wife on the wedding night before the actual husband can, and he refused to do that. So they got married in secret, and she ended up getting her throat cut in front of everyone for yeah, it. Yeah, he blew up. fucking so goblin bastard. That crusade to avenge an entity that forced them to do that. That's fucked up. Yeah, a bunch of other things that jumped in, and, you know, land oh, you and persecution and, and freedom. Uh, no, I don't. I don't In necessarily way, consider that. I'm just, I'm just throwing out ideas, you know, because like he's being angered by someone else touching of his woman. 
I, I think that he and her both agreed that this part of us we we're only going to share together, and an outside entity was forcing them to know we're going to be a part of it. Uh, you're and right. they didn't agree. That's I not necessarily I, being jealous. There's some jealousy into it. But that whole conquest, and of course, now you've got you know Scottish and Ireland and English and all these other things, all these other conquests and causes that jumped on the piggyback of a guy wanting to avenge his loved one's death is we remember the end and the fight and the, the he's being stretched and he's being, his entrails are, are being withdrawn and everyone's telling him to call for mercy, to kiss the, the Royal cloak. And he doesn't do that because of his value. He's willing to sacrifice everything for that one belief. And the very last thing that you see is that he drops that little marriage ribbon that you know was in his hand that he carried through every single battle. He had tied to a sword, and he drops that as he goes to the afterlife with her. That's an ultimate love story. He sacrificed everything for the pursuit of pure love. Are every, is everyone in here willing to sacrifice that? Or are we ditching the car because we got the flat tire? I'll change the tire. Yeah, you change the tire. You move on. You move on down the road. But that's what I'm trying to say is I've never felt that type of press for somebody. You know what, is, what I'm saying there is I don't think I would go to battle for you know some of the girls that I've been with. But besides that and, one. And that is, that, one, that is an awesome pre-date, pre-sex question to have in your head. Look at that woman and don't look at her ass. Don't look at her thighs. Don't look at her breasts. Don't look at her lips or her eyes or her hair or her figure. Would I go to battle for you? Would well, I, I fall on my sword for and, you? And I think I think you gotta get sorry, to know gotta clap somebody on that one. a like little that. bit to, to know whether you know you do that. Comes that true, you know. Although, I, how how do how do board. I know and how would how would you know banjo about whether or not yoga was that one that I would drop the, the L word for is because I wouldn't drop that L word unless I can look at them and say, I don't ever want to go to sleep or end my day without you. I don't ever want to start my day without you. And I am more than willing to follow my sword just for a moment to see you. It's not about, do I want to spend 50 years? It's about, I don't want to go another day without you being a part of it. And see, that's, you know, I'd like to feel that, but like I said, I don't try. So. It, 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 it took me 40 it decades, and I don't know that I was trying. I gave up. There's so many demons in my closet from work histories and military that I don't think I deserve a lot of stuff. I don't think I deserve it, period. I sure as shit don't deserve yoga, and I tell her that on an almost everyday basis. Well, and then, like with me, you know, I get you get to the point, well, at least I feel like I'm at the point, I don't even know how to date anymore. I haven't done it in so long. You know, I wouldn't know what to Same. do. Same. Yeah. Second. Yeah. Joe, I'm are, are you dating because you want to find that forever after, or are you dating for companionship? Separate the two. Companionship. I don't. I, I don't. It looks companionship well, to I, me. I mean, I don't date for sex or anything like that. I'm fine without it. I have been for a year, but you you go to a grocery store I, to get to get dinner for that day, or that evening, or that week. That week. That's what we do. Are you going to the grocery store? Which is what dating is. 
you're going to the grocery store looking for something that looks appealing or happens to be on sale or you think is a good deal. How many's out there planting a garden? I don't got enough land. I plant gardens. Some, something long term, though. Right. Yeah. I'm just. I guess maybe. Maybe it's, it's, it's the it's the, the the give a man a fish he'll eat for a day, teach a man a fish he'll eat for his life. I think I just gave up looking. I mean, you know, because. And there's nothing before, wrong with before a so, year so, ago. So I went up. on dates and stuff, and it was just like right. We we said bye. the last podcast that each and every one of us we've been doing it our most of our life. We can get up, we can dress ourselves, we can feed ourselves, we can go about our day without someone, mm-hmm. and we're still here, right? even though that's not what we want. Right. Continue following your path. You may not be the best version of yourself. I may not be the best version of myself. Yoga may wake up one day and like, yeah, I, I made the wrong decision there. I don't know. I fear that every single moment that one day she's going to wake up and realize, Huh, that's you're not actually what I thought you were gonna end up being. Right. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to try to still be the best version of myself and portray that, show some vulnerability. And I strive every day to be the best version of myself and I strive every day to be better than I was the previous day. Gotta love yourself before you love anyone Uh, else. So but it just seems to me like a lot of times in the past, before, you know, this last year when I've just kept to myself, it's Everybody that I've talked to or, or gone out, you know, on a date with or are just content. Like, they don't want to do better in life. They don't, you know, have ambitions. I don't want that. I'm not interested in that. I want someone who's got dreams and goals. And drive. And, and drive for yeah, life. absolutely. You know? I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't want someone that just wants to go out and party every night, you know. This is not me. I want someone that says... This is where I want to be in 10 years and not just say that, but work towards it. And anymore, it's just I see I'm just waiting for someone to hand that to me. And that's not the way to live. And I don't want a woman that just wants someone to hand things to them. And men each, are the same each, way. Yes. Men are the same each way. and every one of our own personal life paths will actually merge and cross with whoever it is that we're supposed to be with. If you're out looking and trying to force it, you're trying to pull someone onto your path or you're trying to get onto their path, and that the past didn't merge naturally. Right. That doesn't mean to just give up and stay at home and be a hermit and say, fuck it, because you don't know That's where during your life. <laughs> so you're saying Doc, things happen for a reason? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm definitely saying things okay, happen for a reason. Okay, so if you believe that, then what do you say to the guys that are trying to do everything right, trying to improve themselves, and they go out and actually make an effort, but the world says no? You want to build a life empire, and empires and Rome was not built in a day. Yes, Rome wasn't built in a day, but at least we can make progress every single day. Right. So let me put it in the words that like maybe a Christian can understand. What if you desire something, but God says no? Well, my, so since you asked me that, and we're, on, you know, we're live on the mic here, um, and I certainly am not a Christian by any means, um, my, my first thought was, is that what you were taught to believe? Or did you actually hear some large impounding voice that you believe was God's voice that said no? 
Maybe it is the cultural context we find ourselves in. Maybe. There's so many things that we've built apart uh, that's a stigma or is socially acceptable by a group of people that we pull into our own values. And at a certain point in time, I think that you've got to stop, turn around, look in the mirror, and decide what are my personal values. And how do those collide, clash, merge with whatever else it is that's there? Look at Mr. Love over here. He got all kinds of advice. You're all fools. (laughs) (laughs) Fools. That's why they call it falling in love, because you don't plan on it. It just happens. Yeah, but tripped into it. And and that's it. So too many times we're afraid of falling and getting hurt, but you gotta look at the actual definition of a walk. I don't know if it's about falling and getting hurt to me. It's just about is there someone out there? For if me? you have a wall up, it's about falling and getting hurt. This is the or that category. wall would not be there. <laughs> I mean, a walk by definition is a controlled fall. Huh. It huh. is. You're falling forward with another foot. You're trusting in your own body and your own ability for that foot to land where you want it when you want it, so you can take the next step. You need to put the it that is on the board a tomorrow. controlled fall. You put a little bit of trust in yourself. You You have to put a little bit of trust and a little bit more trust and a little bit more trust in yourself before you can expect anyone else to give you that same amount of trust. Hmm. But it's hard to take a leap nowadays. It is hard. But we don't walk out of the womb walking, do we? Right. You can't be scared to fall. Well, that's what I was saying about I have too much pride, though. So, I'm so, not gonna so a little bit of fear is good. A little bit of fear in everything is good because it keeps your wits about you. You stay alert. You stay alive. I ain't you become nothing. You become complacent, and you're going to step on your dick. It's going to be a dick in the dirt, as you say, Zemo. If I could step on my dick, bro, oh, yeah, I'd be having anything I wanted. <laughs> so what <laughs> Sorry, i got to lighten the moods here. Got on that, the, on, on the which one specifically? Covered. I heard we're going to be talking about King Arthur. Oh, yeah, I had a story for you. Uh, just to give a little background, uh, this, this is an Arthurian legend. Uh, the title is The Marriage of Sir Gwyn and Dame Radnell. But first, I want to go around the table and ask you, what do women truly desire? Oh, I... I wish I knew. I wasn't Mel Gibson in that movie, What Women Want. You know? <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's see, which, which way do you want to go, Joe? Go, go that way. Uh, okay, I'm, Banjo. I've already been talking. Banjo, what Banjo, do women truly desire? Humans. Women and men. So we're always driven by our appetites. We're always driven by our needs. And as soon as your appetite is filled, you have something else coming on the horizon that you also need to fill what people really desire is some sort of state where all they don't need anything anymore a but truly enlightened answer a truly enlightened answer but the well the thing is that thing can't exist because this existence that we have everything's permanent everything's always moving away so we you always have a everything. new app- you always have a new appetite so the only way that we could get what we truly desired is to exist in some radically different way, maybe even where nothing existed. I don't think that uh, we, because you're asking about 
romantically, right? Yeah, so the, the story is more, more inclined towards the uh, romantic uh, love aspect. But, yeah, romance is just another one of our... Yeah. Appetites. Yeah. I don't think it matters if it's the romantic side or personal side. I think women, as well as men, desire to be someone else's compass. All right, Robbo. What do you think women truly desire? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea. I wish I knew. I wish there was a book. I wish I could just talk to a sensible woman who had a head on her shoulders that can just tell me. It doesn't have to be what every woman... There, what do you want? Well, see, so, what, yeah, but that's, a, head, that's the thing. So, I mean, I think that a want is going to be dictated by multiple factors. So, same way as what I want or what you want one day is not necessarily going to be the same at the end of the day. Right. So, what a woman's going to want is going to change throughout the day and going to continue to change. And certainly, one woman's not going to want the same thing that another woman wants. Agreed. It's impossible yeah. to have that book. Agreed. And yeah. certainly, Agreed. too, we don't know what we want ourselves. We're not, we don't know ourselves. We're exactly. not transparent to ourselves. Why would women be any different? Exactly. All right, Zemo. I know what I want. I just want to yeah. be happy. No, I just want to be happy. <laughs> that is not an answer. <laughs> that is an the, answer. The thing of it is, that's is vague is, enough so that it can be. The thing yeah, of it is, is that in order, so if you're if you're like I just want to be happy, then you have to understand the only way you can truly appreciate happiness is with the exact opposite, mm -hmm. or you wouldn't know its value. Right. Oh, I know it's. We value. would not appreciate the sunshine unless we knew the darkness. Right. So if what you're searching for, if, if what I want out of life is happiness, you're only going to appreciate that if you've got a life full of horseshit. I know what I don't want. I don't. I'm afraid. I don't want to die alone. I don't want to die a single man. I'm afraid. My biggest fear is I'm going to die alone in my house and nobody's going to find me for like a month. And Zemo and I will find you, Rob. <laughs> yeah, if you don't come in with a haircut, uh, that's a fair we're, we're going to find and it's you. Not, and, and it's not that... Uh, you know, I want a woman in my life just for that reason. I want companionship. I want a best friend, and so I mean, you guys are my friends. But I want, I want that that best friend just to have those talks with in the evening and and talk about our day. And so th you can this, go is, to. this is this right. is this is not advice by any means. Mm -hmm. This is my own personal revelation and perception. For as long as I was looking and gave up looking and, you know, then you just like, okay, I could use some companionship. So let's just try this out like it's a, a shoe or something. When I came to the personal realization, as with my property, we talked before, you know, the, the Kentucky property, the off grid, mm -hmm. the total off grid is when I came to the realization that I was accept not necessarily okay. I ag accepted the fact that one day. I may die alone. I may end up alone. Mm -hmm. I may be the guy that dies outside the tree or that got, you know, eaten by Mother Nature, the bears or something like that. When I yum, came yum, yum. to, if that happens, then that's what's meant for me. When I accepted that piece of humble pie, that's when yoga happened. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case with everyone. I don't know if that's an answer or that's a, a self-help book. Right. That was how it all kind of fit into place for me. 
was when I truly said, you know what, I'm not going to look for what I can't find. I don't even know what I want. I don't think this mythical creature exists. I'm willing to accept my own fate. Right. And and if, if me going out and doing the, the, the Ernest Hemingway and living in the cabin and dropping everything and never seeing anyone, never talking to anyone and dying alone, when I was willing to accept that, that was when everything else kind of opened up. There's there's two important things. One, in, in, in mind sense, when you die, it's always you that's dying. Even if you're surrounded by your family in the yeah, hospital. Yeah, we exactly. all die alone. You, everybody <laughs> dies alone. Yeah, we die alone. But you the die. thing is, also, on the other hand, that's just the human condition. And if you want to be human, if you want to identify with all this that's happened, all this amazing stuff that's happened, that's part of it. But then uh, the second thing is, Zemo's got to answer this question. Yes. Well, yeah, what was yeah. the Zemo. question? What do women truly desire? Oh, what do they truly desire? Hmm. What do they truly desire? That's a big question right there. Honestly, if you think about it, it's a huge question. You, you guys all had these like in-depth things and everything. And, you know, you, oh, you look at me and you're like, oh, he's just going to say, bro, just sex, right? Oh, man, honestly, I just... Uh, Open up, Zemo. It, it's a, it's You're a question. You're making comments <laughs> falling into the Zemo Let stereotype. Let him speak. Like you, it, you honestly, you, you don't know because you don't know what the other person wants ever. How about I mean, attention? They could, no. Yeah. Honestly, no, because you could give all the attention in the fucking world, and in some cases, that's not enough. Well, and then some cases, maybe someone else has given them more attention than you did. See? Oh, are yeah. You, are you giving something so much that they become complacent and they take it for granted? Yeah, that too. So you can Good never one. know what a person wants. So there's really no no answer to the question. If you really look at it, is you'll never know the answer. You could try to sit here and converse between each other and attack each other's ideas, but... It's a pursuit, man. You're never going to know. I don't and give a fuck even if they tell you. I don't you. think you, we're truly supposed you might to think know. You we're sit supposed there to and always be searching. You sit there and you think you know what love is and stuff, but in the end, you're never going to know what that other person wants. Yeah, like I agree. Like Banjo would say, we're human and we are hungry and we always eat. O- only only the against. individual we can truly know what they want we and have. odds are... They don't know. You know what? what we are just like that damn. All right. That damn sign. The snake eat right. itself. We eat ourselves. All right, yeah. Joe. Gets. Yeah. What do you think women truly desire? Well, I chimed in earlier and said to be someone's compass. <laughs> be someone's compass. So, what do you mean by that? To be the focus of someone, and not just uh, to to understand me or to like me or to love me or you know biggest dick or anything else. <laughs> it's to be someone's center. Like the center of so, attention? No, not like even. She not wants even to be your center of attention. Not even she just the center to be of attention. Your North Pole. <laughs> to, to be to be a factor. So I mean, we're all still gonna do what we're gonna do. Right. We're all still gonna you know pursue certain things that are personal interests. But to to be that voice on the shoulder, say, well, what would they think? What would they want me to do? Before you just go out and do something for your own interest, do you take them into consideration? Would they like this outcome? Would they like me doing that? Are they going to get anything from this? Is this going to upset them? The simple fact that you are adding them, they become a voice in your head. We need to take a poll. A, a bird on your we shoulder. Need to take a poll. They need, need to, take to a be. Poll. They need to be part of your compass. You know what? 
Write well, in, let's, write let's, in. Any ladies yeah, that listen write, to this, let us write know. In. Yes, ladies, and so we, we can would get love like to hear a, from you. A bit of a sense in the matter, so we honestly know because we they could basically put out a whole category of things, and you can find out how many more women consider this being the most important thing to that being the important thing. And if you're right? goal okay. oriented and have ambition in life and you want to go on a date, you oh, can God, email here us we as go. well. <laughs> <laughs> and topicimpossible and gmail dot com. Turn it into the guy and you can, in the closet, you, you can put style. pound Zemo, pound Robo, pound Doc. If uh, if you're interested, unfortunately, in, uh, Joe coffee. and Banjo are already taken. That's correct. <laughs> anyway, so uh, cheers, Banjo. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, earlier this week, uh, one of my favorite YouTubers uploaded uh, this. Uh, basically, he was telling the story of Sir Gwen and Dame Ragnell, and he was kind of looking at it from the view of like modern women. Uh, but I think the story itself does speak uh, to at least, at least the, the story seeks to find out what women desire. So the story begins, uh, King Arthur is off on a hunt with his uh, loyal knights, and he uh, says to them, okay, I'm going to go off by myself. I'm going to track this deer. He walks like half a mile, shoots, kills the deer, and uh, as, he's, as he's getting it, he is met by this knight. Um, his name is Sir Gromer, and uh, he's fully, like, battle-arrayed with a sword-ready. Sword King Arthur just has, has, like, this regular tunic and a bow, uh, and Sir Gromer comes up to him and says, you've been giving my lands away to uh, Sir Gwaine, and if you, uh, unless you do my bidding to answer this question, I will chop your head off. So King Arthur is kind of like, okay, I don't want to get my head chopped off, and I'm not armed at all. Uh, so what what is it your that you want me to do for you. He says, I want you to meet me back here in a year's time and discover what women truly desire. So King Arthur agrees. He sets, he goes back to his knights. Uh, all the knights see that, uh, you know, uh, something awful has definitely happened to King Arthur. And uh, uh, he, he shakes, shakes them all off except Sir Gawain. Sir Gawain gets him to tell him about what happened in, in the wood. And like a total bro, Sir Gawain is like, I'm going to help you with this quest. Let's ride out in different directions across the kingdom to answer this question. So they spend about 11 months riding around the kingdom, writing down the various answers they receive from the women and, what they, and from other men uh, what they think that women truly desire. And they meet back, and the text says that Sir Gawain has this big tome, and King Arthur the same, and they exchange notes, and they read them. But unfortunately, King Arthur is kind of like, man, this is not going to work. This is not going to work at all. So he decides, with one month left, to go ride back to the wood uh, to find inspiration. It is here that he meets Dame Ragnell. And she is described in the text as being the most horrible of sighted women, an old crone. She's 
fat, saggy tits and like <laughs> huge long nails oh. and like just the worst just the worst woman that you could possibly see. And but she she tells King Arthur, I hold the answer to which that will save your life. But first you must agree to find me a husband. So King Arthur is kind of like, I don't know if I can do that. To which she then says, no, not just any husband. It has to be Sir Gwain, the, <laughs> the, yeah. best, the best of the knights of the round table. Oh, we had it coming. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're so, now. so King Arthur's like, I don't know if he's going to agree to that. Uh, I'll, I'll go talk to him. To which Sir Gwain, like the total bro that he is, agrees. He even says in the text, is that all? I will marry the devil twice if it is to save your life. So he goes back and agree, and agrees to which Sir er, Dame Ragnell gives him the answer that he seeks. Women desire that of the feeling of a fresh relationship or a fresh love. It's it's kind of hard with the with the translation. So the obvious answer follows, why do they do this? To which Dame Ragnall answers, to gain sovereignty over men. Now this could be read at very many layers. But right. So they, they constantly want something new. Yes, but they use this as a, as a pretest to gain sovereignty, or I guess as we would say, control over men. From the lowest serf to the highest king. That makes sense. That so, makes sense. So, uh, as he has been given this answer, he goes to uh, uh, Sir Gomer, and while, as he presents the two large tomes, he's like, this is, this is enough, this is bullshit, I'm not going to read this, I'm just going to chop her head off. So which King Arthur's like, whoa, 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 whoa! I have, I have another answer. It might not satisfy you, but and he gives her, gives him the answer that uh, Dame Ragnell gives him. So that satisfies him enough to not get his head chopped off. But anyway, we still have the marriage problem <laughs> to deal with. So they go back to Camelot to arrange the marriage. Um, and uh, Dame Ragnell, it, as as he's exiting the wood, says, "Yeah, just just go ahead. I, I'll 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 follow you up. Like, uh, don't don't even worry about it." So already before she's married, she's exercising uh, her sovereignty over the king himself. So anyway, they instead of doing a sort of like private. Uh, marriage. She insists that they have to be married publicly during the middle of mass. So now she has not only exercised her sovereignty over the king, but the greater public. Well, and Jesus Christ, and, yeah, and Jesus the Christ, yeah. and yeah. the church. <laughs> you know, they had some pretty big authority back in the day. <laughs> so, so anyway, she shows up, and and the wedding is going on, and. Uh, she doesn't even wait 
for the guests to arrive before she just starts like pigging out and like eating all the food and just being an awful person out in public. And as one of the guests describes her, may the devil himself gnaw on her bones. This is this is just how much she is like uh, bucking the uh, social tradition. So anyway, the marriage goes ahead, and uh, Sir Gawain marries this old crone. And as uh, as they get uh, to the marriage bed, um, and initially uh, Sir Gawain is kind of like reluctant. To which uh, Dame Rag- Ragnell says, "Well." Of all the things that uh, you are going to do, you at least owe me a kiss. To which Sir Gwen says, "Well, I'll do more than kiss," and they, you know, they start getting it on, and immediately, <laughs> <laughs> and so then immediately after he commits, she changes from an old crone to the most beautiful creature that she uh, he has ever seen in front of him. And then she says, what is thy will? Because of this old necromancy that has been placed upon me by my evil stepmother, I was, uh, I was fit to only be an old crone to everyone until a valiant or uh, virtuous knight married me. To which she then gives to Sir Gawain, Now that the spell is broken, you can choose me to be fair during the day when we see others, or be fair at night when we are together. So he is presented with this dilemma. Either she can be fair in the eyes of others, which will gain him more status, or and be ugly during the night when she, he doesn't want to you know, get in bed with her, or... He can, or she can be ugly during the day or fair at night. So he will lose standing with the public, but at least he gets to fuck a beautiful woman. <laughs> so, not leaving the, uh, the tale's sort of kernel of truth, to put, it, to put it mildly, or to put it to waste, he says... I cannot make this decision. It is your decision to make. To which then the curse is fully lifted and she's able to be the fairest maiden during the day and the night. And from there it goes on and they establish a, a fairy tale romance and they have, they have a kid together and you know they live happily ever after with air quotes. With air quotes. But uh, I think... Uh, I think ultimately, the tale is about the commitment of the man, but also the responsibilities of the woman. Because while the woman seeks sovereignty over the man, it is up to the man to give the sovereignty to the woman. So, 
I guess you can read into that whatever you great want. Great <laughs> things are not achieved without great sacrifice. He had to be willing to sacrifice everything. So he was willing to and sacrifice his social standing. He was willing to sacrifice everything for whatever it was that she thought she needed. And that is a great answer. And if you're not willing to do that, then it's not the one. Yeah. Simple as that. Well, and, 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 and I would have to say, as, as you were telling this story, Doc, I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, and not from the sexual point that you had put in there as far as the fair during the day or fair during the night. I would have, if, if, if I thought that was the only answer, that I had to choose day or night, I didn't know there was option C where it's up to you. If I didn't know that was an option, that it's their choice, I would have chosen the night. And I, not for a <coughs> sexual basis. I would like, I want that one-on-one connection. I want to know that you and I have something that no one else has. I could care less what everyone else around me thinks. I want to know that you and I have something intimate that no one else has. Well, you would have had that the other way, too, though. No, because you, d- you did that for social standing. You did that for social media. Right. Yeah. But, but you have... You the- wanted a trophy wife yeah. that everyone else would validate on your behalf. Well, yeah, and, you know, to a huge extent, first of all... I'm not going to say looks don't matter. I mean, people are physically attracted to to people, you know, but there's more to just physical attraction. You know, I've talked to beautiful women, but it's just like upstairs. I right. mean, well, I I think there's there's another uh, key hidden point in this that because of the ending of that story, um we focus on that and not realize that during this whole time, everyone else is seeing that this lady is an old crone, an old hag with big saggy tits and obese and everything else. But she, yeah, but here's the thing. She knew inside she was something more. Right. Also, I think. So do we look inside? Do we know ourselves as we are more than what those around us see? That's true. I believe, each and every one of you that are in my dot, I believe in who you are now and what you can become. You specifically, Zemo. Regardless of how you see yourself or portray yourself socially or as a group where we all fall into our normal little social roles and personalities, I believe that you are much more inside than what you show people on the outside. Well, and I think that comes back, and I, it just, the way you said that made me, I'm comfortable with how I am now. You know, and, and we've talked last, last podcast, I'm fine with going to bed alone, I'm fine with waking up alone, I'm fine with doing things alone, but I'm comfortable, so why change that? You ain't going to be comfortable no, and, tonight. Right. Not tonight. And, and, keep, and keep in mind, in that story, the old crone did not go looking. The old, the old crone did demanded. her own thing, and love found her. The old crone was also her. cursed by her stepmother. But it does come back to what you said is, you know, this fact of, you know, if it all happens for a reason. It all sets itself in place here, you know. She didn't come out looking. She just sat there and waited and waited and waited, and one day someone no, came out No, she demanded. Her. She says, you're not getting this answer until no, you get this guy it, to marry me. 
it only came down to a place where he needed an answer. If he never needed an answer, no one would ever came to her door. Yeah. And then she made that demand when it came to the door, and boom, therefore no. it fell in place, and in a way, it all happened yeah. for a reason. I mean, yeah, it does happen so it does for come a back reason. To that. You had a goal. There was something you were searching for, and at the end of the day, you were willing to sacrifice every single thing in order to achieve it. And then what happened? It ended up yeah. going on for a while as Doc would I th- say. I think we're missing a crucial well, point he here. He put air quotes in the, the, uh, Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The, the first part of what do women truly desire? Do they desire sovereignty over men? Mm-hmm. That's the question. I think in a way... Well, yeah. Yes. They desire for us to make them our compass. I think it's a conquest. Which they, is which they then determines your course in every single they, aspect. So, are, but not, so, Doc, are you getting that they desire to control us? I mean, a little bit, because, okay, so they, it, that goes back to a, uh, an archetype. Uh, it's called the Great Mother, or the Devourer, and that's kind of like the dark side of femininity. But you can't have the dark without the light, so that's only kind of one side of the coin. Right. And I think depending on where each individual, each female is at in their life and how they've been jaded, what walls they put up, depends on which side of that coin that they happen to uh, to coincide with. I agree with you on that. So yeah. there, there are women that I know personally that they're only in it to control someone else. But like I said, to, I, I still stand by my original answer of, you know, they yeah. want to be the significant other's compass. They want to know that whatever it is, whatever decision they're making, that they're making with them in mind. It's and still that, your decision to make. And that <laughs> is, uh, so, forgot a little part of the story until now, but uh, at the end, Dame Ragnell does say to Sir Gawain that you have saved me from villainy. So, because Sir Gawain commits to the relationship he transmutes the the dark into light the from the controlling aspect to one that is more open to you know freedom or yeah well zebo if you were to boil down less controlling t- as i should say right <laughs> if you were to boil down your takeaway from the story what would you say it was what did I say what it was? Like, you know, like I said, yes, it comes to the thing is everyone, you know, things happen for a reason in a way, yes. And then the controlling part, I, I, I feel on that aspect. I feel like that is a thing in a way is because, you know, how men have belittled women in the past and centuries of it. And still do. Yeah, yeah and still do. Women, yes, seek that power. When they get with someone, it's like, okay, if I can be on top of this, then it makes, you know, and I'm not talking, speaking for all women. I'm, you know, I'm not speaking for women. I'm just speaking on my aspect of it. But yeah, it's the control there is, it's a big one because then they're on top. But you know, mostly they have power I would say that, that desire for control comes from insecurity. Mm-hmm. And it is through the commitment that they gain that security to, you know, I feel like sort of. Let I feel like there shouldn't be a barrier between men and women. There shouldn't really be that barrier where one's you know 
better than the other or right. stronger than the other. Well, one and, should and, complete and, the other and yeah. should fulfill in whatever way, void or absence. In, in a way, it's has. like a puzzle. It all needs to connect. Well, exactly. And, and because it, why? You know, you can't sit here and tell I, me that I, men and I, women I aren't supposed to be together when you know we play a, a key role. Like everything in the, in the world has a certain thing it does. That makes the world keep going. Bees pollinate. Right. You know, trees give off carbon monoxide. I mean, I mean oxygen. They take in carbon. <laughs> <laughs> wrong way. Dioxide. Wrong way. Yeah, dioxide. <laughs> wrong way. Reverse. But, yeah. Reverse filtration. Yeah, everything. Everything has its purpose, and then like you look at humanity, and then everyone asks that question: Is like, do we have a purpose? What is our purpose? And why would men and women be a thing when we don't have a purpose? Like. You know, we're more of a virus than anything, I honestly think. But, like, yeah, connecting a piece together and, I guess, sustaining life and keeping life going, you know, and love is just an action that happens in between it all. But what I, you got to look for is you got to look for the real. I mean, you can't just get in a relationship just to say you're in a relationship. Right. right. Uh, I, yeah, I, because, I, I think then, a you're, deep... then you're looking for the something that will complete you rather than you making yourself a complete whole to complement another well, yeah. But does that make Some that people, lady... I think a lot of people just go into relationships looking to pass the time until the right person But does that make along. that, uh, that and, and, lady and in the story the same way? Where she just get in a relationship because she wanted love or she wanted to feel love or she wanted the control or she just wanted something to pass the time because she Good got question. tired. Because, man, I tell you what, <laughs> Netflix only has so much to watch. <laughs> only so much to watch. And, man, you can't you watch it all and so, you don't want to so rewatch it. So here's, here's what I hope everyone in this room comes away with after hearing that story and listening to our perceptions on this, especially people that are looking for love, those of us that believe we found it to continue that on is let's not concentrate on what the crone's motive was let's concentrate on whether or not we're in a position where we're willing to sacrifice it all right and, that and other i'm at that point you know i'm at the point in my life i'm willing to open up to the right person i'm willing to you know um take risks and and make changes but i don't want to do it for the wrong person, you know, I don't like Joe said. You, you also, I don't want to pass time. I'm 35 right. years old. You, you know? also have to understand that we each have our own past, mm -hmm. and the right person for you may not be at that point in their path yet. Right. They may still have some other walls and obstacles that they need to get to before they're like, you know what, I'm I'm willing to sacrifice all for that right person. Also, right. But most people just get in that comfort zone where. You know, even if they're in the wrong relationship or in a really shitty relationship and know that it's not going anywhere, they're just they're so afraid to be alone mm -hmm. that they just they just go with it. And and, uh, you know, I think that's that's a pretty shitty thing. It is. Mm. I agree. Well, I think everybody deserves to be happy. I, I mean, even there's people out there that I truly hate. And hate's, <laughs> hates a strong word. Hates a strong word. Um, and, you know, uh, especially in my faith, you know, I am a Christian, but hate's a very strong word. But there are, even those people, I think, deserve to be happy. You know, everybody deserves that. I don't care who you are. I don't All care, right. you know. Well, once and again. And you have to find your own happiness. Yes. You're right. You can't, don't depend on somebody else to make you happy. You can't. Ever. So, so, so the opposite, your, your significant other completing you 
does not mean that they fill the holes that you haven't filled. You have to be a complete person, and then they fill the gaps that you can't possibly fill. Yeah. No, I agree. So what do you think? You want to rate? Want to wrap it up? Yeah. yeah. About I mean, I've got, yeah, other, I've... I've got other bullet points, but, I mean, they have to do with, like, dating and foreplay and nudes and all the other things <laughs> we talk. No, and I, it doesn't feel like it. Part three. I, 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 think, yeah, I think that can be its own, you know, like right. dating 101 or whatever. I think that's our next podcast, though. The next Seriously. podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Part the, so three. the next podcast, prepare yourself, listeners, that we're going to get into versions of nudes, types of foreplay, and modern day dating. Yes. <laughs> oh, and if you would like yeah. to add to that list, <laughs> email yeah. us yep. at topicimpossible at gmail.com. I will bring pizza for that podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we sign off, Doc, rate your whiskey and your uh, your cigar. Oh, the cigar was so bad I had to bail out. <laughs> uh. It was so bad. So, so uh, the what I brought today was a fake Cuban. So from what I what I believe it is, it's probably just some uh, no name Mexican cigar that they put a Cohiba or a Monte Cristo band on. So damn, yeah. calling them out. Yeah, yeah, calling them out. This is this is a word of warning. If you're gonna go cigar shopping down in Mexico, just be careful what you pick up because it's not always what it says on the tin. <laughs> so. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to rate that a, a zero. Got to get the one with the oh, 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 <laughs> Lowest rating in podcast because, history. I didn't know we could do zeros. <laughs> because, it, you know, well, there, there's a certain expectation. If it's going to be a Cuban, then, I, you know, I have a higher expectation right. for it. But, you know, this, this, this deceived me. It's lies, deception. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to rate it a zero. I had to bail out. I, I hated it. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, the whiskey. The whiskey was good tonight. <laughs> I I had uh, some of the Bushmills Red Bush, and I like the Red Bush. I gotta say, I like the Red Bush. I don't like Bush. <laughs> I don't like. Bush. <laughs> well, oh. we can get into that. I, yeah, Red Bush. I'm a big fan of. That wasn't what I was hoping to taste, but yeah, that'll do for now. I like Redhead, but not Bush. Let's see. I I think I would rate this probably a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Seven That's lower than the standard Bushmill. Yeah, I thought having a little bit of bourbon tint to it that you would rate it higher, Doc. This this is this is sort of like something that if I'm in the mood for, I will drink because yeah. it's it's not a straight bourbon, it's not a straight Irish, it's a little bit in between. So, yeah, I'm gonna rate it a seven. Okay, well that's funny because that's exact. The actual Bushmills Red Bush drink, I would rate that a seven also. And the. Uh, I, I poured a little bit of the Irishman as my uh, second drink, and while it says Irish whiskey on the bottle, it's not an Irish whiskey. It's yeah. more of a scotch, right. actually. Yeah. yeah, it's not a, it's not a good scotch. So yeah, I've yeah. got I've got an Irish contact that's from Ireland. His family wow. still lives in Ireland. He makes multiple trips back to Ireland from the states. And he'd asked me a few months ago, "Hey, I'm going back over to Ireland. You want me to bring you back a bottle of whiskey?" And, of course, I start Googling, you know, top 10 best whiskeys in Ireland, blah, blah, blah. And there was one that was called Dead Rabbits that I was like, hey, yeah, bring me back a bottle of Dead Rabbits. Because I thought it sounded cool, like Gangs in New York, Five Burrows. Super, super cool. Well, he brings me back instead a bottle of The Irishman with Founders Reserve, small batch Irish whiskey. It's got like three gold medals. And, yeah, one, it's a lot darker than what an Irish whiskey traditionally is in the bottle. And it does. It tastes 
like a scotch. It's got a. I would I would rate it a six. A six. I'm not even gonna rate that high. The Irishman. I didn't drink that tonight, but I did crack up the uh, crack open the bottle. I'm telling you, man, it was a, it was before. a Scottish guy and came it, over it, and he made was, his own fucking shit and said it was uh, Irish. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> He so. did some asshole move. That's long term. Yeah, the Bushman's Red really. Bush, I would rate a seven um, because it's not an Irish whiskey, but yet it's not a bourbon. It's it's good, but it's not great. What about so. your cigar, Jill? The cigar, I had the uh, Don uh, Pepin Garcia, the Double J series, and I would rate that. It's a My Father's, so I'm going to give everything My Father's seven or up, but this would be at the lower end of the My Father's spectrum. So I would give that one a seven. All right. Go ahead, Zemo. Hey man, you know I've already rated this rum, obviously because I'm a rum drinker. But I, I, I was mixing a little I bit with the, mixing with the yeah. little can of the well, dry. ginger ale. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Fucking gin rummy right there, buddy. Gin yes, rummy. sir. Gin and rummy. you know what? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give that mixture. I'm gonna give that mixture at least an eight. An eight. It, it an set. Eight. It that set might well. Be the I, 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 I would rather have it with yeah, dry so. ginger ale. Than fucking yeah. Coke any day. Okay. Any day. Yeah. Any okay. fucking day. What about day. your cigar? cigar? Oh, and the cigar? Oh. Mm. Ah. Lovely. That shit was an eight. Uh, eight's an all eight? across the board. All right. And you, I, I, and you as well had the Don Pepin. Yes, I did. the Don Pepin Garcia double J. It series. went smoothly. Yes. Um, You know, it was a little dry. I don't have a humidor. I need to get me one. But, you know, I don't smoke cigars on the regular as much right. as, you know... I ought to just Back bring home, one in here to set up, and yeah. we can just leave them. It's in. not a bad idea. I, I right. was looking for yeah. a humidor the other day, but yes, that it was. It, oh, it burned well. Put it in the hot towel warmer. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Try to introduce a little moisture. Yeah. Just a little yeah. moisture yeah. there. Yeah. Moist. What well, my drink. What was my drink again? You. you I did not. You had the other red Town Estate bottled bourbon. Okay, that was really oh, good. Okay. I'm going to give that a seven. Okay, and. So this made me decide, because I did not pick my drink tonight. Everybody who listens, you know, all the time knows I vodka. (laughs) So I think what I'm going to start doing on our podcast is just let you guys pick what I'm going to drink that night. Dealer's (laughs) choice. Dealer's choice. Give me a little bit of variety and try different things. And, uh, yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But, yeah, that was a very good uh, doc. Uh, very good recommendation. Well, uh, I we, we, so we actually, not to get off on a tangent, we could do that. We could put our names in in an ashtray and draw from it, and whoever's name <laughs> we draw, that's whose drink we pour. I got a whole box of roofies too. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. So I like that idea. Yeah. Um, you know, and if if nobody's up for that, like I said, I'm willing. I'll drink whatever you guys throw my way. I'll try it, and right. and I think it'd be fun. You know, try different things as far as the cigar holy cow um it was the padron 1926 series uh joe you you should have cracked your i know i should i brought that in for you and i told you these are our podcast cigars um if i could rate this thing 11 i would it no was, shit. Uh, God. The, so the, the, the my father's. I just felt like because it's such 11. a significant <laughs> cigar i thought that i need to keep it for like a monumental special occasion moment and not just a podcast but yeah, yeah if you're rating it in 11 oh, then our was, next podcast when we get into nudes and foreplay i'm gonna i'm gonna yes. crack open the it was the um very very good and i think what i'm gonna do is since uh i'm gonna do the um 
drink whatever someone else is bringing me. I'm going to just bring in a little humidor to leave in here. And then Those cigars. And, and <laughs> we're we're going to pick some, one one of you guys. Oh, yeah. The next podcast and I'm going to say I I don't even know who yet. I'm just going to pick one and say this is what you're smoking tonight. Okay. All right. So so we could right. we could each right. bring in Yeah, we could each bring in a cigar and then whatever name we draw, we give the cigar we brought in to that other person. Yes. Oh, that could that's be very be so interesting. Bad for me. It's mine. <laughs> 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 oh, no. But I tell you what, uh probably next week I'll have a humidor in here. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Banjo. Well, I'll start with my cigar. I was in a similar situation as Doc over here. Um, I had a fake Cohiba, <laughs> which, which was probably the same kind of no-name Mexican oh, cigar. <laughs> totally, obviously. Um, I would give it a one. It's not a bad cigar. It's like, just, you know, my expectations are a little bit higher. If I was in a kind of a trashy mood, I was drinking cheap beer and I was just hanging box out. Wine. By, yeah, box, box wine. Box wine. Uh, you know, that'd be yeah. fine, but uh, not for this, so it gets a one. Uh, <laughs> as for what I was drinking, I was drinking the Bushmills Red Bush, which... I was told it's an Irish whiskey, but also it's technically a bourbon. It's aged in it's bourbon aged barrels. In bourbon it's barrels. aged in bourbon barrels. So a little bit of bourbon makes everything better. But I have reason to believe <laughs> it is not a bourbon by tasting it. I think this is actually probably going to be the most surprising uh, rating tonight, but I would give it a nine. A nine? Mm, yeah. Nice. Um, okay. I, uh, whiskey-wise, I'm... I like the extreme, so I like a scotch and I like a bourbon, um, which this has no scotch in it, but also I feel like surprisingly the bourbon aspects went really well with the Irish whiskey aspects. Um, and really my 10 out of 10, I think, is a mythical bourbon <laughs> whiskey that doesn't exist. Um, so, But I was really impressed with how those two different kind of flavor groups went together. So, nine. Nice. Nine. Awesome. You're going to have to try the Irishman next, Banjo. Oh, yeah. I had the Irishman. Oh, yeah, okay. I forgot. I had a bit of the Irishman. Um, not that great. <laughs> it has, like, the bad parts of bourbon on an Irish whiskey. I don't know where the scotch is coming other than we'll, it has we'll a have to. We'll have to tell our European friend that, uh, right. yeah, this wasn't too good. Yeah, this was not it too has good. a slight whiff of peat, maybe, but uh, yeah, I would give it a three. A three. Not undrinkable. Ooh, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> we need a All soundboard right. like that. Cool. <laughs> well, I want to thank right. everybody once again for being, uh, being on the podcast. Thank you, whoever's listening. Please email us at topicimpossible at gmail.com so that we can get some input. Like I said, uh, there's times we get a couple emails, and there's times that there's just crickets, and you don't hear anything. So Yes, please chime in. Yes, we, we chime in. We would love to hear your feedback. Yeah. So uh, other than that, once again, thanks for uh, everyone taking time out of their evening to do the podcast, and uh, look forward to number three. And, yeah, th- I mean, this will uh, be stereotypical Zemo. It'll be it'll be nothing uh, but nudes and oh, fill play. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, oh, swiping all right. right. Oh, all right. Right. Swiping right. So All this right. is Doc and Zemo. Right? Is that what you want? I don't know. You always do something ridiculous. <laughs> what the fuck was this? Oh, this is the sign off, man. Hey. Fuck out of here. Alright, cool. Well thanks, Zemo, Robo, Banjo, Doc. Appreciate you guys being a part of this podcast. I'm a dick later. So. Love it. 
Is that one? Is oh, that a good one? Stank dick. No. What? Stank dick. You know, stank dick. <laughs> oh my god. Later. How long is this one? I don't Ooh, know. Oh, damn. Not long enough. So, all right. Well, everyone, thank you for listening and uh, tune in for our next podcast.